0: Acharya Prashant is an alumnus of IIT Delhi, I am Ahmedabad, and a former civil services officer. He is an exponent of pure Vedantic wisdom, a campaigner against superstition, a proponent of spiritual veganism, and an expounder of essential human freedom. Acharya Prashant teaches 17 forms of Gita and 60 forms of Upanishad, and also the founder of a non-profit organization named Prashant Advait Foundation he is known as a champion of socio spiritual awakening in today's world so it's an honor to welcome you to address to our institute on behalf of i am nagpur we thank you for accepting our invitation
1: now we would like to invite acharya prashant and the director of i am nagpur dr maitri to the stage to greet and felicitate our guest of the evening very good evening we are lucky to have acharya prashant at Im nagpur campus is a great spiritual leader author of many books and today all of you know that entire world is facing lot of challenges issues social issues and need of an aware for the entire world is the moral values spiritual values civic values and today leaders like Acharya Prashant and their spiritual lessons are going to bring the transformation change in this world. And National Education Policy 2020 is based on the IKS, Indian Knowledge System, which predominantly highlights these four values. I'm sure Acharya ji's insights Advice and guidance definitely helps all of us to transform ourselves and also change the world. Thank you very much sir. Welcome to I am Following our culture, we would like to welcome you through a special living and breathing gift that will live for several decades. A tree on your behalf has been planted at the Trees for Tiger, Sundarban National Park, West Bengal, India. Now, moving forward, I would ask Acharya Prashant to please share his experiences and his valuable thoughts with us. Uh, Good evening, sir. My name is Tarun Singh uh, from I am Nagpur. Uh, My
0: question is this, uh, actually, we understood this thing that in life, everything is temporary, be it my existence on this earth or any relationship or my friendship or any environment around me. Everything is temporary. So, this thing actually keeps me detached, but at the same time, this thing actually keeps me demotivated to, to start something new because I know that ultimately everything is temporary and everything will go on. So, how to start or how to keep myself motivated knowingly that everything is temporary? You see, detachment and compassion come together. If you say you have detachment, there must be compassion alongside. What do I mean by that? What is the one source of the entire misery of this world? if you want to talk of detachment you will need to talk of anitya right things are ephemeral but we take them as permanent we try to seek not only permanence but actually timelessness where it is not and that leads to the great amount of misery and violence we see all around us. So, you are detached because you can see that things are ever changing. Everything is a, is in flux and it's all a process. There are in fact no things either. There is only a stream. Right? I'm coming from the Buddha at this moment. You can see all this. But does everybody see all this? And if everybody does not see all this, where is your compassion? You say you have detachment. Where is that necessary accompaniment of detachment called compassion? Or is detachment something? For just your own benefit. Are you detached just for your own sake? So you are detached to everything in the world. But not to yourself then. I have detachment and I keep it to myself. Because I am not detached to myself. Like little kids. Who hide their fruits to themselves. Definitely. Detachment would mean that you would now not raise castles in the air. That now you would not do things that are ephemeral and uh, fallible and expect them to give you desired, favorable, sweet results in the future. Obviously, you will not do that. But don't you see that everybody around you is doing exactly that? You say you are detached. But you look around and you find everybody else is simply attached. And that attachment is the misery of this world. Does that give you an idea as to what to do in life? And for what purpose, whose sake... If you do not want to do anything for your own sake, do it for others. That's compassion. Do not work for yourself, work for others. And when you work for yourself, your energy is limited because the personal self is limited and false. But when you dedicate yourself to working for the common good, then you find yourself blessed with unlimited energy. And it's an unending project. So you'll always have something to do. You'll never be able to claim retirement. Which means you will remain, some part of you will remain quite youthful right till your physical end. The the great man works extremely vigorously. But that vigour is not for his own sake. That vigour is simply compassion towards everybody. In the Bhagavad Gita, when Arjuna is reluctant to fight, of the several things that Sri Krishna tells him, one is, Arjun, I have nothing to gain from anything. But look at me. I keep continuously working. Then how can you avoid karma? Arjun, I have nothing to gain from anything. And yet I keep continuously working. How then are you trying to abstain from action? People work so that their own pockets can be filled, so that they can become famous, so that their little, small, personal self can be made happy. If you understand life deeply, then you work not for self-gratification, but out of compassion. Hmm? So see what the world needs. And the world needs a lot today. The world might be false to you. It is not false to everybody else. And when the world is not false to people, then people suffer in the world. Do You see this? Who is the one who suffers in the world? Who thinks of the world as something substantial, something true? They suffer. So now you have a project waiting for you. And the project is to bring light to others. The same light that helps you be detached. Why should that light not shine on everybody else? Yes? The power of work without motivation is immense. Generally, all we know of is the energy that arises from motivation. And we think of that energy as huge. No, that energy is petty, very, very limited and small. The energy that arises from motivation. What we do not know of, what is so rarely seen is immense action without any motive. Motive-less action. Nothing beats that. Huh? There is something called a demotivated mind. Then there is something called a motivated mind. And then there is the state of motivelessness. Motivelessness is the state of highest energy. Because you are motiveless, therefore you cannot be frustrated. Because you are motiveless, therefore you cannot be defeated. To be motiveless is in a sense to be desireless. Because you are desireless, therefore You can never be called as failed, and because you are motiveless, therefore your work will never be complete. Desire can be said to have reached its completion when the object of desire is attained. But if there is no object to be desired, then desire is unending. And this is a very special kind of desire, a desire for the immense. And this desire then lends meaning and purpose to life. Now you are after something unending. And the scriptures say, when you are after something unending, what you get is immortality. This is then immortality. Immerse yourself in that which never ends. And that can happen only with motiveless action. Motivation, you must see as something very, very petty. Am I making myself clear?